getting you set for all of Sunday's NFL action. It's the Sunday Spread on the BetQL Network with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell. Presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the Sunday Spread. We are finally here. We know who's in the Super Bowl. It's been a long season, an enjoyable season, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of anger, a lot of lost bets, and some won bets. But we're here now. Sean Bell, Barry Brooks. There you go. I didn't there forget you, you big dog. <laughs> Devin Caney, our producer Kevin Lapka, kicking with us on the Sunday Spread, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Once again, last week was a tough week for me. A lot of sweating bullets. A lot of hoping that you guys didn't text me in the group chain. <laughs> but here we are. And, and there's, there's a lot to talk about. Let's begin with what we talk about. I want to tell y'all first my story. Okay. Because Kevin and I were talking about it beforehand in regards to the Lions 49ers game. Mm-hmm. Halftime comes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was over with. I thought it was done so. so were, this, you, how? were you going this, through it because you're a 49ers fan? Yes. I was going through it. I'm not going to lie to you. The sweat, I was loving it. Sweated through my T-shirt. Took the Put a new T-shirt on. Was like, all right, yo, I'm done, right? Mm-hmm. So the way Championship uh, Sunday and the last couple weeks have landed with the games, because it's a 6 o'clock start, halftime is around where my kid goes to sleep. So the Green Bay game, halftime came, put my kid to sleep. I will not put my kid, help put my kid to sleep. When the game, back, when the game came back on, wife was like, go ahead. Went back to the start of the third quarter. Got to, you know what I mean, skip out on some of those duties. Went back, watched the game. Last week, I said, I don't care. She said, you can go back to your game. I was like, no, nah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll finish all the duties here. The team I'm rooting for is getting their ass kicked. Mm-hmm. I'm not even worried about it. At that point, it was 24-7 at halftime, right? So in my mind, I was like, whatever. Like, And I'm the type of person, to, to keep it honest with you, some of y'all fans call me a punk. If my team or the team I'm rooting for is getting blown out, I'll leave. Mm-hmm. I'll leave the game or stop watching. I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm like, I'm not putting, like, some people are like, no, you got to stick through it. I'm not sticking through it. Oh, nothing. no, no. I, I get that. And that's honestly my least favorite part about covering <laughs> the teams that I actually, like, grew up rooting for and loving because uh-huh. I sometimes I want to turn the Eagles off and I can't. Oh, but you have to. Like, yeah. I, I have to watch it. And I'll just sit there like, this is horrible. I hate it so much. I'm like, Throughout this pretty much whole season, see when the Eagles were winning, it was horrible. <laughs> yes. So I get it. I get it. So I don't judge you for I'm that I'm that type of person. So I said to myself, hey, I'll, when I'm done with this process of putting him to sleep, I'll check back in real quick, but if but I'll turn it off immediately. I don't care. So come up, come back upstairs, sad, annoyed. It's 24-16. I said, wait a minute. What the hell just happened in these five, six minutes that I missed at the beginning of the third quarter because I was lollygagging because I, I didn't want to continue to see an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. They kicked the field goal, 24-17, and then the fumble happens. The shock on my face, the confusion on my face on what just happened on that game was unbelievable. So then I sat there for the rest of the game in disbelief. So you didn't think that then it was like, like you, you're not superstitious. See, I would have been like, oh, wow, it's bad luck for me to watch. Clearly, I need to leave again and see what happens. Like, I'm, I'm shocked that you then continue to watch. I would want to do that, too. Right? You're like, well, they were losing horribly, and then I left, and now they're winning, so I guess I got to, like, I only do that with the Sixers, though. 
That's the only time I do. Now with the Eagles, I won't do it, but I'll do it with the Sixers at, the, at a heartbeat. See, I'm I'm I never do it with the Sixers. I'll yeah. do it with like Phillies if they're in the playoffs, but yeah. especially Eagles. I'll want to do it with the Eagles, but then I'm like <laughs> I need someone to tape my eyeballs open sometimes. Just you see, the, it's the funny thing is I am and I'm not. Like I I fully say I don't believe in that type of thing. Uh huh. But at the same time, I'll say I was sitting like this. I'm going back to sitting like See, that. Yeah, that's, like, I'll do that's stupid things am, like that. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't believe in it. But then at the same time, Bruh. I end up doing it. All players are superstitious. You have yeah. your little curses you do. But you know what? And, and it's funny that you say that, that you had that attitude. Because I'm sitting there the whole time. And I pick my phone up and, no, I'm not texting. I pick my phone up and, I can't text him. If I text him, something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I pick my phone up and, te- no, I'm going to leave yep. it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. It happened anyway. But still, though, there was no way. Because I mean, I, I just knew. I just knew there's a way to win, and the 49ers know how to use that way to win. Mm-hmm. At, at no point did I feel like they weren't going to win the game. At no point, because I knew that the way they're built, foundationally, they could come back mm-hmm. with big plays. I mean, just, you know, just, just, just looking at that game and, 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 and really checking it out, like, I knew the play of Brandon Oak was going to happen sooner or later. Mm-hmm. I knew that was going to happen. I knew that they were going to do something on defense to, to, to cause a turnover. I knew that was going to happen. Just like for the Ravens, I knew that something was going to happen for them just because they didn't deserve to be there. You know what I'm saying? Because I just didn't feel as though. You didn't feel the Ravens deserved to be there? I no. thought you were in on the Ravens. See. I wasn't on the Ravens because they were more talented, um, uh, hard-nosed team. But, you know, we'll get on that because mm-hmm. the mere fact that they didn't try to run the ball is just asinine to me. Mm-hmm. But back to this 49 yes, I'm gonna text. No, I'm not gonna text. I'm gonna leave this group chat alone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave the group chat alone. <laughs> I will not tag, text him because I don't want him coming back to me. I'm already mad anyways. So let me leave it alone because I know they're gonna win the game. I know they are. They got too See? much talent not to. They're gonna get CM, uh, C- CMC. They're gonna give him the ball. He's gonna do something Listen, crazy. A lot, a lot of luck was needed for that to happen. But we'll talk more about that game right. and what that means for the Super Bowl in a minute. But a lot of luck was needed. But I was on my way out. Now we have the Super Bowl. Right, Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers, a rematch of Super Bowl 54. And the funny thing is, this is what everybody's saying. You you know what it was like back then, right? 2019 going into 2020. Rest in peace. One of my basketball idol, Kobe Bryant, passes away yep. like a week before. I think it was two weeks before. The Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl. COVID hit. Everything changed. Mm-hmm. Yep. To this day, I had to go to the doctor last week for just a regular, uh, my regular yearly checkup. They're back to wearing masks because things are popping up. Everything changed when the Kansas City Chiefs. So what the people are saying now, the internet street, the Twitter streets is, the 49ers have a chance to right that wrong. That is the oh, 40, come if the on. Are 49ers. You have to root for the 49ers. If the 40, so hey, hey everything can be traced back to the Kansas City Chiefs starting no. their dynasty. If the 49ers win, I will not let we you... can go back to being a, a no. proper society. No, I will not let you fear monger <laughs> me into finding a way to Absolutely. root for the 49ers in this one. No, I, I, I won't tried. do it, Sean. I, tried. I won't do it. I tried. I tried. I'm sorry. I, tried. <laughs> I, I, I like being a fan of football when it comes to games like this. I like being a fan of football because I hate both teams. I literally do. So I, I like being a fan. Of, I, like, I like watching the key matchups and stuff like that. And that's what I see when I watch the game. All last weekend, as I was eating my wings, I told you about, and I did it. <laughs> yeah, how they turn out? They turned those wings turned out. Oh, well. amazing! In fact, when yeah. he went to you know lay his son down, I had to go back to the kitchen. I had to go get some um, 
more ranch sauce for my wings, so I put it in there. Like, <laughs> do you have a deep fryer in your kitchen? Like, how do you get them crispy? I got a double deep fryer. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, double one. It's like about this big, you know. It's you got can do one it side, up. One side. In fact, it's so strong that I can't plug. It's got two plugs. I can't plug it up in one one outlet because it'll blow the outlet. I got to use an extension cord from the other side of the room. To down to a science. <laughs> down you know to a science. So yeah, you know, it, it it went down. It went down, and 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 you know, the fact that my son brought his partners over really made me mad because they started eating some of my wings, <laughs> and, I, and I almost fell short by the end of the week. At the end of the game, I almost fell short. I had oh, no. one wing left, and I finished it off, and I was pretty proud of myself. Okay, I respect it. I, re I respect it. Again, you're gonna have this matchup, and again, we had Hugh coming here the other day. He when he wanted the total opposite of what happened here. But would you he say did. this is the best possible outcome? What? Yes. Best possible outcome for who? For football. Forget your Philadelphia fandom. Yeah. Fandom and bias. No. Is this the best possible outcome? Why? No. I certainly think it is. It's two teams that people are so sick of hearing about already. That's that, why I feel like that's a Philadelphia bias, though. But that's the that's the why. This is probably the best. This is this is the matchup that the NFL wanted in the first place. Like like it Life wasn't until halfway Swiss. through the season. That that too, yeah. <laughs> At the halfway through the season, that's when everybody jumped on the Ravens bandwagon. They weren't on it at first. They mm -hmm. went on that Lamar stuff. In fact, they probably hated Lamar because he he waited so long to get the money. You know, what I'm saying he worked his own contract out and everything else. But it's like. This is the perfect matchup because at the beginning of the year, they get beat up by Detroit. You know what I'm saying? And and, and everybody's saying, oh, they lost their mojo and they're losing all these games. But then the best player and the best coach get it together. And then you got you got the bullies in the with the 49ers organization. So this is a great matchup. So to me, it's like it's like it's exactly what the NFL needs. You know, and just like you said, your girl. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in a minute, too. That's the icing on the cake. That's, that's, the, that's the, the cherry on top. I'm just going to say I don't think it's just a Philadelphia thing. Like, this is not an official map, but there was a meme going around. <laughs> and it was like, it was like before the, the championship games, and it was like people rooting for the Chiefs and 49ers, and it was literally just Kansas, Missouri, and Northern California, and everyone else was Ravens and Lions. I think people just like seeing the underdog win, and they like seeing, you know, some new – yeah. fresh blood in there um yeah. like, like we've seen this matchup before literally what four super bowls ago so i'm just i'm just sick of the chiefs like I, I, I don't understand how they keep getting away with it i feel like it's it's akin to uh tom brady and bill belichick and like their dynasty when the eagles finally knocked them off in super bowl 52 and it made it all that more sweet because the underdog knocked off the dynasty where in this one, there's no underdog to knock off. So it's like, I I don't even know who to root for going into it because I don't like either team. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, you, I'm know, the same way. you know what's funny? Before we before I get to my answer on that, the funny thing, because Philly, you, everyone knows Philly and San Francisco, they hate each other, blah, blah, blah. But I said this, shout out to my man Toot, uh, the barber, was saying this online. I said this to him. Your hate, Philadelphia's hate, uh, hate originates from C.J. Gardner-Johnson, someone y'all hate now. Why? C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Debo Samuels were the one that got into a, got into the fight in that yep. NFC Championship game. Yep. Him, Debo, and then Trent Williams came over and, and grabbed them all. Then Debo went on to say, C.J. Garbage and James Bradbury is garbage. Mm -hmm. Philadelphia right now hates James Bradbury and hates C.J. Gardner-Johnson. So the funny thing is the, the, 
the reason y'all hate the San Francisco 49ers. No, but that's not the reason. The reason is because they, they lost so badly and complained and then just said it was because Brock Purdy was knocked out of the game. And if Brock Purdy hadn't been injured, we would have won. They lost by like 20 <laughs> points. Like, it wouldn't have, they wouldn't have won. The Eagles were the best team last oh, season. Oh, see, that's an interesting question. Why what? haven't the 49ers proven that they could have won that game? What do you mean? Because their defense was still out there, number one. Well, let's 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 talk about it. Because their whole argument is Brock Purdy. If Brock Purdy was there, they would have turned things around. I don't. I they, don't count. Brock Purdy. I, they're different. Both teams are different teams this season, so it's not like it's not the well, same. Well, let's just talk about just the game, though. Just that game. Let's just talk about just that game. Mm-hmm. When you talk about that game, we're not talking about this year's. Okay. This year's. Okay. We're talking about the best defense as far as rushing the passer in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That defense right there would have shut Brock Purdy down even if he was playing there. They had 70 sacks. They'd have beat him up even more. Again, I I, I disagree. How do you you disagree? Because, first of all, the 49ers, I understand they're different teams. But who says that Brock Purdy has a bad start and doesn't turn things totally around and starts ripping things to shred? Right? Because they were down, for one, they were down against the Philadelphia Eagles and had a terrible fourth quarter. The first when they played the Philadelphia Eagles and they were able to come back and destroy. In the Lions game, like they said in the NFC Championship game, they were they the 49ers were down in last year's NFC Championship 17 to 7. This year they were down 24 to 7 and they were able to come back. Now, it's fair to believe that the Eagles would have won anyway, but the 49ers definitely legitimized their argument by what happened this past Sunday. But why did they come back? It was not because of Brock Purdy. It was because the Lions made a bunch of terrible decisions and turned the ball over. It's not because of Brock Purdy. If anything, this season, Brock Purdy's proved that he's a system quarterback. Oh, we got to stop. We got to stop. Why? Brock Purdy. Again, we we might as well get into it right now. Detroit Detroit blew, blew some things with some calls they made and some drops they had. But the 49ers had five possessions, actually six, but the last one doesn't count because they kneeled down. They had five possessions in, in the second half, right? They scored on all five. Now, some people want to say, hey, that play is luck, and it is luck that Brandon Ayuk, but that was a first down play. He may have – something may have happened then. But those other four possessions, they went all for scores, and they were all all scripted. Brock Purdy was, okay, I'm going to scramble here. I'm going to hit Kyle Juszczyk over here. I'm going to scramble here, hit Kyle Juszczyk over here. I'm going to scramble here and hit hit Debo over here. Brock Purdy balled in the second half of that game. It wasn't just Kyle Shanahan because most of the plays were off script. He showed in that game that he can ball off script and win a game for the San Francisco 49ers. I'll give you that. But they only had one pass rusher worth their salt. We're talking about an Eagles team that had four pass rushers and reserves that could come in. He wasn't doing all that running against the guys there. You said he could run against Hassan Reddick, Sweat, Wolves got playing in their prime. He would not have made those type of plays. I'm telling you that right now. He would have not made those. And, and, and another thing, another I thing. I think he would have. The way the Eagles ran the ball last year, they can't stop the run now. They can't stop the run. You're saying they can stop the run. They were able to stop the run last year. If you want to go back to last year, they were stopping the run last year. Until they, they, they got the in, Until they got tired. And if Brock Purdy was in the game, they would have never got tired. Oh, no, 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 no. How does Brock Purdy give them energy to suddenly keep playing through four quarters? It makes no sense. You don't understand this. If there's continued three and outs and three and outs and three and outs and defense continues to be on the field and a time of possession is 40 to 20, 
then the defense is going to be tired. If they have their quarterback, then there aren't three and outs. Then there's longer possessions, and now the defense has time to rest, and then they can stop somebody. They got up on them early. I don't even know why we talked right. about last year. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. But regardless, this just proves my point, because what did I say? You said it was because of C.J. Garner-Johnson and James Bradbury. That certainly is a contributing it. small factor. What started it, what started, it, started, what started the true hate was 49ers fans and media Fine. and players crying for an entire offseason and throughout this past season. This and year look, we took our medicine. And they were the better team this season. I will give them yeah, that credit. Yeah, but I'm saying that is why we don't like they the 49ers. They cried their way and then, right to a Super Bowl. And then the way that they acted when they came into the link mm-hmm. this past season. And bullied you. In, and all, you? in all black and tried to mess with the players in they warm-ups. Did. And they succeeded. It's bad and sportsmanship. They, and, and they so succeeded. I don't like Oh, them. it's bad sportsmanship. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I I'm hate that. I'm not saying them. anything. I'm not saying anything. That's right. They did it all the way to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's why we hate Bang, bang, (laughs) bang, bang, 49er gang. We got to take a break. We'll keep going. We'll keep talking. We got to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. We got to talk about Taylor Swift. I've done a 180 on Taylor Swift, by the way. And I'm not. It it seems a little legit. And I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it at all. I'll tell you why. All right. This is a Sunday spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barry Brooks arguing. That's what we do. (laughs) Welcome back. Sunday spread. Arguments happening, more arguments happening during the break. That's what we do. That's what we do here. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barry Brooks, Sunday Spread, presented by BetMGM. Uh, before we get into anything else, I'll just end with the question that we were trying to get to about the storyline question mm. before we started going off, going off on a rant and rave about the Eagles versus the 49ers. I do think this is the best storylines to be had. Maybe this is just as a media person. The best storylines between well, two what, teams. Because the best storyline story would have been the because, Lions who haven't won a playoff game in like 30 years. No, because to me, dynasties, you need dynasties. You need that, like that. The yeah, that's why of dynasty, the, the storyline would have been better if it was the underdogs of the Lions trying to knock off. It would have been like Super Bowl 52, like the underdog trying to knock off the yeah, dynasty. But to me, it's one existing dynasty and a, a, an emerging one trying to become that dynasty. Because, are you saying the 49ers are going to be a dynasty? They, they could. I don't know. They have to obviously win one, so I can't put the dynasty word out there, but they've been the four NFC Championship games and two Super... Five NFC Championship games and two Super Bowls over the last, what, five, six years, whatever <laughs> whatever the numbers are, right? So it's four out of five and two Super Bowls. So, yeah, so, so they're, they are dynastic when it comes to the NFC. It's just, it's just factual, right? Like, but they can become that. I know y'all don't like to hear this, but I look at Kyle Shanahan as young Andy Reid. Right, well, Andy Reid's first ten years. It's funny that you, because as you were talking about the the Forty Niners, I thought of um, how many NFC championships game championship games did Andy Reid bring the Eagles to? Exactly. Four, yeah. five, wasn't it? And it was they, we are never game. they never thought of as a dynasty because they they lost or they made it to the Super Bowl and then lost. Yes, dynasties but, are for those who win this. But Super that's Bowl. why I'm saying the emerging one, the one that wants to win the Super Bowl. If they win a Super Bowl, then they can potentially go on that trajectory. But Again, I is think is it really? Is it really the? I, 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 I y'all even let me finish my story <laughs> statements before y'all cut me off with forty nine or eight. Because it's because it's a travesty. Because I really feel as though it's Taylor Swift that willed them to this damn Super Bowl. We don't get to Taylor. We don't get to Taylor in a second. Let me just that's finish the storylines, yeah. okay? But on top of that is that you is have, their story. You line. have the baby goat mm-hmm. versus Mister Irrelevant. Like it's 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 two of the most contrast stories that you can put with quarterbacks and 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 each one of them can tell a story that's just unbelievable and right. and that that people in the regular normal human being who doesn't watch football can gravitate towards like 
no disrespect to Detroit, and Detroit winning a Super Bowl would be unbelievable because Detroit's drought. Mm-hmm. But if I think about, you know, the six, this 58-year-old mom and dad who don't really pay attention to football and the, and the story that they're going to have to watch. Again, uh, this is me growing up, Syracuse University news brain. That's what they want to read about. That's what they want to hear about, this whole Brock Purdy, this whole Brock Purdy thing. And then Patrick has his own stuff. And, again, I think it's also – the best quarterback in football against the best non-quarterback in football in this game. Arguably. I know Christian McCaffrey does a lot of guys in, in, in that you can say, you know, Miles Garrett and, and all those individuals. But arguably, Christian McCaffrey is the best non So I just think those storylines, there's storylines plenty here. And, and along with Taylor Swift. <laughs> Willed him to a Super Bowl. That's Stop. Horrible. Stop. That's horrible. Stop. Don't get me started. But real, I mean, real talk though. You look at it. That is that is a a great storyline when you talk about yeah. two teams that, you know, two contrasting quarterback, two contrasting quarterback styles, uh, the coaching aspect of it. The right now, the best coach he had Andy Reid has to be the best coach this season. Period. He did the best coaching job getting his guys to a Super Bowl, oh, and the way they were losing, and for him to. Get those guys playing. They couldn't catch a cold during the season, but now you know you got. What was the prop? Uh, what was the prop that uh, one catch for for sixteen yards for um, for um, Marquez? Marquez? Val- I text. I text y'all after that one. <laughs> yes, yes. That one catch, you know, puts them over. You know, I mean, but he couldn't catch a cold all season. All right, good job, kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I Rashi it. Rice. I mean, and and. I'm really tripping off of the whole storyline with 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 um with the receiver that you know at this point he just says oh ain't nothing wrong with me I'm just gonna talk crazy you know what I'm saying they they just not playing me how why do you do that you just committing career suicide oh, they benched him he's done who oh uh, Kadarius Tony yeah I don't even see him on the roster I mean he need, he's not even on the reserves no he didn't he didn't he, he didn't dress they just they just flat out cut him off the roster they they dress. Because they, they, there was something where they, he said he, they put him on the injury report, and he tweeted out or, or commented oh, he, out that I'm not injured. They're not telling me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You call them liars yeah. and everything. How do you just commit career suicide? Like, he's a young man, and he got drafted in the first round. He already blew his, you know, his shot with, with the Giants, then come to the, the Chiefs, about to win a ring, and he's going to talk crazy like that? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy, bro. That's absolutely crazy. But let me say this, Dev. I told you earlier, I've done a 180. It was, we had a lot of hate for Taylor. Mm-hmm. I did a 180 mm-hmm. on Taylor this week. Now, and it's and it's annoying. Meaning that you were against it, I was, and now and you, now I am. You're a fan of hers, or like you're okay fully, with it? Fully, no, I fully support her and Travis. I never like that's that's the thing. People like people who are saying like, oh, how do you not support love? I was never yeah. about her and Travis being together. It's about the amount of attention the NFL was right, giving her right, 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 and the right. annoyance of it. That's, yeah. that's what it was. Cause I try right. to tell people, cause it, again, I feel like the conversation went tenfold this week where people, you had Colin Coward and everybody like yeah. having long diet. It was becoming like a serious debate on national sports on talk, na- yes. television, radio yes. shows. And it's to me. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing here? Why? why first, we- first I'll say why the, the real annoyance is, which is, I don't like think they were understanding. It's not because they're together and there's a love story. Nobody mm-hmm. cares about that. It's the and it's not because the amount of time that she was sent on the screen. Because I said something on uh, social media, mm-hmm. and I had her fans attacking me, saying she's only been shown for forty five seconds. Like they know down to the second mm-hmm. how long you show. It's the mm-hmm. fact that the commentators keep talking about her. 
mm-hmm. the 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 day day now they're playing her songs now it's all here now it's all that even my wife was like i know wait i don't watch football i know way too much about taylor swift and, and travis mm-hmm. kelsey and his brother mm-hmm. like she's like why is this this is annoying me right like i don't even want to see this it's against my will but anything that's thrown in my face too much i don't want to see it like my favorite actor of all time is will smith mm-hmm. growing up I don't want to hear a freaking word about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. <laughs> right? Like, no, overexposure exactly. is a thing. It over is. Exposure. It is. Kevin it Hart is. at one point was having two stand-ups and three movies a year. And I was like, yeah. no more Kevin Hart. Yeah. Right? right. It's overexposure. So yeah. Taylor was being overexposed. Mm-hmm. But here's the dilemma I have, y'all. I hate, the, I hate when this happens. When I dislike something, but the people I dislike start hating on the thing Hating on the thing that I dislike, so now I have to like the thing I disliked because my because the people I dislike enemies. exactly people I dislike now like it, <laughs> and that's where I'm at. I'm like, all right, now you're getting all these political individuals coming in and throwing yeah. shade at Taylor Swift. Yeah, now you're getting all the misogynists coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you got these weird AI things with the Taylor old, Swift. Yeah. The old, the old fogey, you know, the old. I I watch football with football. Yeah, with football. It, exactly. Yeah. Now you get all these idiots coming in for different reasons than me, bagging on Taylor Swift, and now I'm like, damn it! Now I have to support her. Yeah. Now I have to be like, I'm with you, Taylor. Show her and talk about her, mm-hmm. just so I can piss off my haters. Mm-hmm. Now Hugh Douglas said that was petty of me, but it is what it is. <laughs> if someone I hate starts liking, starts hating something I don't like. Then I'm gonna start liking that thing. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I can't be on the same side as you. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with Taylor Swift I, at this point. I fully agree with you on that. <laughs> I know we got heated talking about it last week, but that's the thing. Like, I love. Ta- I've always been a fan of Taylor Swift and her music. Like, I went to her. I've gone to multiple concerts of hers over the years, um, and it was never about her and Travis Kelsey either. Like, I don't. I never care about celebrity relationships or anything. Right. But it was more so like when something's just thrown in your face over and over again, like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith is a perfect example. It's more so Jada, though, is her yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just go on there and, like, spill the most, un- like, unwarranted details, unsolicited yes. details. Um, But, yeah, it's it was just too much. And I feel like that's the case with Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, and, and Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has always been overexposed, though. She's literally the most famous person in the world right now. Um, And eventually someone else will, you know, come along and we won't be talking about it just – so happens now the Chiefs are going to Super Bowl. I love that I see people being like Taylor Swift is using that Giselle Bündchen like witch magic, whatever she did for for Tom Brady. I don't think that's the case. Like it's just getting out of control where it's like the government stuff and like the conspiracy yeah. theories. So and then especially for me like the misogynist. Like I gotta stand with my girl Taylor now and be like yeah. guys. Like it's yeah. and she it is not. And I did say this last week. It's not in her control. It, Taylor Swift is. Trust me, she doesn't need the publicity. Like, she's turned down the Super Bowl, I think, at least 10 times over the years. Like, she doesn't need the NFL. The NFL needs her, and uh, Absolutely. I don't blame her. I, mean, at I all think they it. both greatly benefit Absolutely. from it. Yeah. Because it's still the NFL, so you, it's still. I don't think, a good, I don't think a good Taylor PR Swift move. benefits from it that much. I well, she's, bro, she's, she's like number one box office raw of the concerts. Like, she's supposed to be like in. Japan or China or something like that around the time of Super Bowl. They're like, Tokyo. well, how is she going to get back? She's a private, private jet. jet. She, no, no, she doesn't have she a private jet. She has a private plane, like the big plane. Like, yeah, you know, it's not like it's, it's not like the the, the 
the gold wing of you know what they have, like the little private jets. Yeah. No, yeah. she's got the big chunk. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying she's, I'm not saying she needs it. I'm just saying it's always great PR. Bro, he's out kicking the NFL covers. brand. Well, and be on the NFL brand. That's it's, it's, another it's, positive from it. Like the stories that I've heard from like friends of mine and and people who haven't even been into football before, even people with, with little girls who are fans of Taylor Swift, they're like, oh, my daughter has been watching. Football more because they want Opening to see Taylor. Eyes. So, so yeah. it is bringing in you know new yeah. younger eyes, especially with little girls, and that's that's well, important. Yeah. I don't also, think that was Taylor Swift's goal going into this, no, but right. it's an added benefit. Because I, I, I really thought I'm like a lot. I thought it was propaganda. I thought it was just fake news about you know these two being together. You know, I you know I was hearing people even at the station we work at saying, oh no, that's a, that's a farce. You know, it's nothing true about it, and it's like like real. Like I mean, like me, I'm. To tell you the truth, I, I'm just like gone with the I'm gone with the wind, you know. Frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. I don't <laughs> care about that. And you can't even make any prop bets with it now because they're saying that a producer has too much power to influence that and and could you know saying will that money from you know, yeah when it comes to how much she is shown, yeah. a producer can. Dictate, oh, like, yeah. like dictate you mean that. betting yeah. on? Yeah, how much betting on like there's oh, yeah, some yeah. bets with. Taylor I didn't know Swift. that that was a yeah. yeah there, there's a lot. There's a lot on. of bets that can go around Taylor Swift uh, with this. There's a there's a bet of will Travis Kelsey propose? Yes, yes. If he wins the Super Bowl, yes. I, I forget yes. what the, I for, I'm sorry, I forgot what the odds were. The odds were like thirteen. Like it's something not that not that plus one ninety. I've heard a lot. I I didn't know that that was a a bet. Um, but I've heard a lot of like, oh, they win, he'll propose at the parade. I'm sorry. That is like, it, even if you're not famous, people know, at least girls that my friends know, and I agree with this, that any sort of proposal that is based around or happens at a live sporting event or parade is like the tackiest thing that you can possibly do. And I don't think Travis well, Kelsey what, and the most famous woman in the world right now would, would right, do that. What if public what, of a proposal. What if, the, what if it's on the 13th, though? Why? Her, her favorite. Her wow! Favorite look at you person. knowing these. Why details. do you know this, <laughs> bro? I have been overdosed with it. Oh, and also, I gotta say, Kadarius Tony is on the roster still. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah. Well, back to football, yeah. which we should <laughs> Anyways, get back to. Just, uh, yeah, but, yeah, but it's 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 crazy. But I I don't really care. You can show all you want to, just as long as you don't miss the right. plays on the football. You know what? Enough of this. All right, <laughs> we 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 spent way too much time on this Taylor Swift stuff. But I, I had know, I, I had I to know. say that I went back. Uh, <laughs> um. The Baltimore Ravens. We'll spend the last two minutes on that real quick. Mm-hmm. Did what's, they just? What's, what's their issue? You know what? Can I ask one question regarding the two championship games? Just really simple. Mm-hmm. Who are you more disappointed in after last weekend? The Lions or the Ravens? I but I would say the Ravens. For, I agree. The Ravens. I agree. I, I mean, as I, a whole, it has to be the Ravens. I I would say that you know, Dan Campbell was playing Dan Campbell football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a, he's 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 like Riverboat Ron. He wants he wants to you know make sure that he's giving his team every opportunity to be aggressive. He was just being uber aggressive, but the Ravens, they just, I mean I I don't want to say it, but down their leg, they just really, they didn't run the ball, too many penalties, too many stupid penalties. There's penalties and then there's stupid penalties. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like you know, pushing a player, stupid penalty, getting up and taunting a guy. Stupid penalties. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they killed themselves. 
I can understand. You Fumbling know, the ball in the end yeah. zone. He's reaching for it and it gets knocked out. I understand mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, but see, Baltimore penalties. and Detroit did stupid things, but Baltimore right. is the veteran team. Detroit is the young team that Absolutely. just got here. The Baltimore team, you expect to have some veteranness about them. And I know Zay Flowers is the is the rookie, the young cat, mm-hmm. so he, you know he's young. But the entirety of the team is a bunch of vets who've been here before who you expect to be there. Like mm-hmm. Detroit, you go, all right, you may have pissed down your leg, but mm-hmm. you're young. First time being here, yeah. You yeah. should be a thing from here on out. But Baltimore is like, nah, dog. You got an this, old this, coach. This your time right now. And right. I know, I know, Lamar is only twenty six, so he's got a, he's still got a lot of time. But it was like, yo, this was yeah. as good as it gets. All right, we, Odell's pissed. Yeah. All right, this, let's take a break. We'll come back to it. Uh, you know, get away from the Taylor Swift segment. Uh, we'll get back to what happened with Baltimore and go over some of the odds. Touchdown odds, Super Bowl odds, et cetera, et cetera, going into this game, the Super Bowl. All right, Sunday spread. Be right back. Welcome back to the Sunday spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks. The weekend before the Super Bowl. We got all the awards coming up. I'm just annoyed because I bet Christian McCaffrey to win MVP. Yeah, didn't you you have the opportunity to cash out on that too earlier? And we were like, no, 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 don't cash out. Well, actually, I think, was only I think for, you convinced yourself to not cash I, out. But on it that. was only for a few dollars. It wasn't like it was like what twenty it, bucks. Yeah, it was yeah. only like I don't I don't remember what I got to bet because I stopped looking at it a long time ago because yeah. I knew I was gonna lose. But it was like I bet twenty dollars and it would have been cash out at forty. And it was like all right, like it really depends on when they what the the cutoff line is when you could you know really vote on it. Because, I mean, if you still look at it, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, it's been neck and neck with those two. I think it's been neck and neck with those two. Well, if past it, it's regular season. Now, yeah. if it went into the playoffs, mm-hmm. then I think Christian McCaffrey okay. would win. So, but, the, do you remember you know. when we were talking about MVP awards? Like, I forget when. Earlier in the season, it could have been we were discussing if you should cash out or not. I I personally just, like, don't care. I get why oh, these awards are important. And, you know, obviously winning the most valuable player is an honor, but I personally just don't care that much because it's the regular season and look at where we're at. So Lamar Jackson is probably going to win. And as he should through the regular season, what's everyone going to remember about Lamar Jackson from this season? Him, him, him Him choking in the AFC championship against the chiefs and and not playing well, even though he's going to win MVP. So I think that's why these awards, especially being regular season awards, like, uh, to me, it just never seem as important as it is to to perform and and to go out and win it all in the Super Bowl with your yeah. team rather than the in individual awards. I think to the player it means a lot. More. To the player, yeah, yeah but, but I'm also, sure Lamar would prefer to win a Super Bowl. But it's also tied, to, you know, it might be tied to their contracts or something like that. Yeah. Also. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I also think it's, and it's probably more so actually in basketball than it is in football, but. An individual wants those awards because some of the team stuff is like, that's out of my control. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so it's just like, all right, like, I'm not going to win MVP. Like, my, I, I was the best player <laughs> in the world, but my team didn't get it done. Like, and I know that I'm part of the team, mm-hmm. but I should still be recognized as the best player in the world as opposed, as opposed to not because my team failed. Like, for instance, Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. His team failed him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And his coach. Right? Like, and his coach failed him. Yes. So absolutely. for him, it would be like, I would want all those regular season accolades because I want people to remember that my season was this. Right. Because me not going to the Super Bowl wasn't on me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I played at that upper echelon level when it mattered. So I think that's, and again, in Lamar's case, it's not the case, but I, but I think yeah. that's the the. I think Jared Goff isn't the type of, of quarterback. Like, Lamar is a game changer. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he changes okay, the game for his, what's that? I said, okay, Cam. <laughs> but he does. Where Jared Goff, no disrespect, he's a great quarterback, but he's not, like, he's, he wasn't in the MVP conversation. No, no, I meant, Despite the Lions being I, good. I didn't mean this exact thing. I meant for those, I think the regular season awards are for that situation. Yeah, oh, yeah, right? like and I Lam- get that. If Lamar had done everything, but his yeah. team failed him, he shouldn't have been penalized and not won the MVP because his team failed him. Like if he was in yeah. that scenario. So I think that's why the regular season wars matter to people. And, and, and that's why they want to win it for those circumstances. And I totally get that. I'm my point is just, I think to me as an individual, when I'm like, I don't get excited or worked up over MVP as much as other people do. You yeah. know, like if I'm a Ravens fan, Lamar winning regular season MVP is not going to comfort me given their loss that they decide. Yeah, that's that I mean, it's like exactly. Yeah. exactly. And I know that's I say that Joel because I live it. I'm a Sixers fan. Yeah, right, right. I literally I lived it last season, season before. I still, like, I still want all those awards. I, I'll say this. I'm going to give Lamar Jackson some love. Mm-hmm. Like, Lamar's 26 years old. That's crazy. Like, I, I want people to stop acting like he still can't get over the hump or be that guy. Mm-hmm. Right? He's 26. Six. Which is crazy. I with feel like two, he's been in the league for a long right? time. Right? 26 six years, right? With two MVPs. Basically six years, I think. Six years. Two MVPs. And so it's not like he could, like, because some people are like, oh, he can never get over the top. He can never win. Mm-hmm. Like, outside of the outliers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, every other QB usually doesn't win until their 30s. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's like Peyton Manning didn't win a, a Super Bowl until he was 29, turning 30. Like, a lot of these other quarterbacks don't win until they're in their 30s. John Elway didn't win until he's, he's in his 30s. Mm-hmm. So I say all that to say Lamar deserves the, the criticism he's getting now. But there's far too many people acting like, oh, this guy can never be a winner. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, let's relax. He's 26 years old. Let, right. let's, let's get a man some time. Every other champion, Stafford won when he was, and was the first 33. Time, and it's the first time he gave him good enough receivers to help him out. Mm-hmm. They, they gave him some receivers. It's like, for instance, to me, Barry Sanders, all them years, should have been MVP. I mean, 2,000 yards, you know what I'm saying? I mean, but his team always sucked. You know, so, I mean, even even with the Giants, with Saquon Barkley, it was Saquon Barkley left. Saquon, every game that they won, Saquon balled in. They didn't have anybody to help him. But he put up, you know, from what he had and the position he was in, mm-hmm. he should be an MVP candidate because he had nothing around him, nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you know. Let's let's take a look at some of these odds for Super Bowl MVP. Since we're talking MVP, uh, Patrick Holmes is plus one twenty-five. Brock Purdy plus two twenty. Obviously, the quarterbacks are the quarterbacks. Christian McCaffrey plus four fifty. Travis Kelty, Kelsey fourteen to one. Isaiah Pacheco thirty-five to one. Ayuk fifty to one. Debo thirty-five to one. Uh, all the way on down the line, uh, Dev. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who are you liking for that? All right. I'm going to go out of the box here with my, my selection. I'm going to go with Isaiah Pacheco. Okay. Plus, it's it's really good value. Um, I think that he, watching him play, what did someone say? Runs like he's angry at the ground. Like, I, I actually really enjoy watching Isaiah Pacheco play. Um, and I think that he has been a game changer for the Chiefs as they've been utilizing him more and more this season because they're 
you know, passing game struggles that they've been facing um, that have improved. But I, I could see Isaiah Pacheco having a really good game on the ground against this 49ers defense and being the game changer and the most valuable player on the field out there, even more so than Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs. Mm, that is okay. pretty good. Okay. Uh, with me, um, man, I'll tell you what. I think the best odds for somebody, and the same odds as uh, Isaiah Pacheco, would uh, probably be Debo Samuels. Mm. He can change the outlook of a game. If he gets going, he's virtually unstoppable. And they get it to him in so many ways as far as jet sweeps, screens, you know, tunnel screens. Uh, he's a deep threat. He can run in the middle of those routes in the middle of the field. He could be somebody that could really, really take a game over, and he could win it, you know. So, I mean, I, I would take Debo uh, Samuels with, you know, 3,500. But I think the one of the best odds, if you want to get really, really milk it, Rasheed Rice. What's that? Ooh. Uh, 60, 60 to 1. Yep, 61 odds. You could bet like a dollar on that. Right. Win something. <laughs> exactly. You know, so, I mean, that's really the second threat on that, on that Kansas City offense. So, I mean, he could light it up. I could see him having 150 yards. Christian McCaffrey. Y'all, y'all went outside the box. I'm going. No, that's a good. I'm that's going. Going. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I wanted to I'm leave going. that one for you. Yeah, I'm going the door. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. You got to put so much down to win anything. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it's still plus four fifty. So it's not it's not anything crazy. But Christian McCaffrey is the bell horse, and I know Kansas City is great at stopping the run. As Baltimore, they didn't even try to run. I don't know why, but Christian McCaffrey is going to get the rock one way or the other. Coming out of the backfield, uh, being a flat out wide receiver. He's the MVP of that team. He's the MV- He was the MVP if they had an MVP for the NFC Championship game. You just know. And, 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 and the anytime Tutty right? goes without like saying. Christian McCaffrey. So you know he's going to get one. And you, mm-hmm. you to, who was it you that yeah. texted, like, oh, two touchdowns for CMC? Like, mm-hmm. you said, like, you said it was going to be two touchdowns. And, 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 that was a safe bet for me. You know, yeah. he's that dynamic of a player. Two touchdowns. Kev brought it up last week and was like, ah, I was like, I don't know. I like it, but I don't know. It's so I should have done Anytime that. Anytime you didn't. bet two touchdowns, I didn't end up betting. Yeah. Well, because the like Lions it, but I defense end up was it. better against the run than it was against the pass, so I wasn't sure if he was going to get two. Well, yeah. look at this, though. Look at the defensive player odds. And I think, you know, you're talking about three guys on that list that could no doubt be that, and that's uh, Chris Jones – Nick Bosa and uh, Sneed. Those odds are crazy. Crazy, but it's, look, I mean, you Nick Bosa can take a game over. Yeah, Chris two, Jones he had two sacks last week. Chris Jones took the game over against the Ravens. But you know how much a defensive player has to do, right? That's what I'm what, saying. What's the last defensive player to win Super Bowl? I'm I'm literally looking it up right okay, now. Okay, I was doing the same thing, like what? or even someone who's just oh, not uh, Von, Von, Von Miller. Miller. He just did it. He just did it a couple years. Well, it's Super Bowl 50, so like eight years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> eight years ago? Yeah. That's a long time. That is Eight crazy. years ago, Von Miller did that? Like, I'm old. That, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I am so old. That, that he feels like a He was sandwiched by Tom Brady. Tom Brady won 49 and then 51. We just, we just messed something up. It's what? it's it's in our it's one of our trivia questions. Kev just texted. Oh us no! We just put it out. See, Kev, I'm sorry, Kev. <laughs> we get we cheat and we gonna jump on things on these trivia questions. Let's. But so Chris Jones is is legitimate, just from who he is and how he impacts games. 
he can make it rough on your boy. Let's Brock let's Purdy. let's go here real quick. We only got a couple of minutes. Touchdown scores. Who would you bet to make touchdowns? And would you do a same game any parlay and and do multiple touchdown scores in this game? Uh, I don't know because they those have been actually I I had a little just uh two touchdown parlay that hit last week is one of my few that hit and it was Brandon Ayuk and who else who got a touchdown for the Chiefs. Maybe it was Travis Kelsey. I don't know. Something yeah, easy. Travis would be easy. So Travis I like maybe just hit. just double down and do that one again. But like Chris McCaffrey is probably your yeah. safest bet Christian, if you're going to take anyone for a touchdown. He's minus two ten. Travis minus one ten. I would do Pacheco minus one thirty five. Chris McCaffrey and I say Pacheco, and maybe Travis Kelsey. I would do McCaffrey, Kelsey, and Debo. Hmm. I would do CMC, Pacheco, and Kelsey. Okay, you you picking all the all the top ones right there, and that's because I mean that's I mean you talking about safe bet money, that's a safe bet. Well, Pacheco didn't get one last week too. That messed me up. He's due. Well, and and I think that's the Achilles heel of the of the forty nine er defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they can't they can't stop the run for nothing. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we get back, it's trivia time. We already messed up one for Kev, so Kev's gonna come back when we get in and, and break down all the rules. For a little fun trivia for us. See who uh, knows a little bit more. I'm I'm be honest with you. I'm always dead last in these trivia stuff. So I'm <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wh- who's what's the opposite of an elephant? A what? The opposite of an elephant. Probably a turkey. Well, I have the memory of a turkey. Well, I'm <laughs> I got I look I got hit in the head too much. C T E or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Sunday spread coming up. Uh, coming up next, Devin Katie, Sean Bell, Barbara. Welcome back to the Sunday Spread. Barry Book, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. It's the week before the Super Bowl. All right, so this week we're going to have a little fun. We're going to play a little Super Bowl trivia. So Kevin, our producer Kevin Lapka, is going to come in and uh, explain what's going on and made the best person win. All right, I don't know if Barrett's going to have an edge on these because there's a lot of historical uh, okay. categories here. So Barrett, I'm, I'm, just I'm call me old. putting odds at well, I'm not calling you old. I'm just saying you're probably like minus 200 to win this game. So the pressure's on you. Right? All right, Kev. All right, Kev. Now I need you to put uh, a score on all of us. He's minus 200. What are me and Deb? I'm like plus 5,000. Right. I'm, I'm really bad at historical sports stuff. Well, Sean said beforehand he's a turkey when it comes to betting. So uh, we'll go Sean is plus 800. Dev, based on your confidence right there, we'll go plus 900 for Dev and minus 500 for Barrett. That's how that's. Wow. <laughs> hey, hi. Love being an right, underdog. Well, Let's go. <laughs> right, we'll, start off, we'll, we'll start off with a softball category here. Uh, Patrick Holmes became the eighth quarterback to have started uh, in four Super Bowls. Name the other seven quarterbacks to start in four Super Bowls. Barrett, we'll start with you, then we'll go with Sean and Dev. So name one of the other seven quarterbacks you think okay. you have started. So, so you, you just name it one, Barrett, and we'll go around. All right, gotcha. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, of course, you know, you got Tom Brady. Okay. That is correct. That started in four Super Bowls. Yes. Okay, Joe Montana. Correct. Uh, Peyton Manning. Correct. Oh, my goodness. Um... Man, starting four Super Bowls. Uh, uh, Kelly. Correct. Jim Kelly from the Buffalo Bills. Jim Kelly, Bills. yep. He was in – oh, obviously. All right. Uh, Terry Bradshaw. Correct. 
You guys might get through this entire category. All right, Dev. Is there? There's one more. There's, like there's two. Two, two more. Um. Oh my gosh. Is there a time limit on how long I have to think about this? I'm gonna give you five seconds. Okay. I know that's the thing that's hard about this. Like the silence. I like, don't have time <laughs> to really <laughs> ponder. Um. Can I pass? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want dead air. Two left. All right, Barrett. Oh my goodness. Four Super Bowls. Three seconds. Mm. Me, uh, Barrett's uh, out. Uh, He's uh, passing. He, no, you no, almost said Joe Montana. He's, He's, He's out. He's out. I was going to say He's Steve out. Young. He's out. Incorrect. Well, Steve. Oh, I'm wrong anyway. <laughs> um, to win the category. John Elway. Correct. I don't know how nobody said Elway earlier. The last one was Roger Staubach. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten the last one. But that, I was like, my brain was going towards through, like, um, commentators for some reason. Like, guys who oh, are yeah, still yeah. currently calling the game. I think I think because everybody the was thinking about. Kept popping up. Everybody kept thinking about winners. Yep, that's what it is. I yep. think about losers, too. Hmm. <laughs> as soon as you said um, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Yeah. I said, like, all right, that's when. Johnny Boy popped in my head. And then wait, the final one is. Let me see if I can guess the final you one. You just said it. Oh, Roger. Okay. <laughs> see, you remembered that he said it. You were about to pull a fast one on us. <laughs> <laughs> Looks smart. <sighs> okay. All right. What's up? What's what's next? All right. So you kind of spoiled this one. Uh, the category. I hope you didn't look at the articles you guys were looking at for too long because the category is defensive players to win Super Bowl MVP. Okay, so obviously we'll cross off Von Miller. We mentioned that in the last segment. He's the most recent one to an MVP in Super Bowl 50 for the Denver Broncos. But there have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight other players to win Super Bowl MVP as a defensive player. We'll start with Sean because he won the category. Then we'll go to Dev and Barrett. Sean, defensive players to have won Super Bowl MVP. You will begin. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I'm drawing a complete break. Like, I just want to name a great player off the bat. It's a hard, it's but a really it, hard it's category. It's oftentimes not a great player. Like, I know, um, I feel like Green Bay may have had one. <sighs> um, uh, Malcolm it's a Butler. very hard category. Malcolm Butler? No. He did not win Super Bowl MVP that year. I got to double check who did, but uh, I think the list Brady. I'm looking at does not have Malcolm Butler. I believe Brady still yeah. won it that year, which is probably wrong, right? I mean, it's probably wrong, but uh, but no, that is incorrect. So Sean's hey, out, I'm out right already. Right. Dexter Jackson, Tampa Bay. That is correct. Holding that one. That. Wow, a safety. That's good. Wow. That That's is, all I got, no. though. That's no, it. That, that That's is, it. I'm done after that. I'm impressed. <laughs> to remember Dexter Jackson. That is impressive. Uh, all, you know Barrett. what? One just popped in my head. Um, Brown from um, the Cowboys. Brown um, from the Cowboys. Larry Brown? Larry Brown, yes. Cowboys. Correct. We'll give that to you. Close enough. Cornerback of the Dallas wow. Cowboys. Larry Brown did win it. Super Bowl XXX. So try to figure out that Roman numeral. XXX. Um, let's go now. So Sean's out. So we're back to Dev. There's still, I believe, six remaining. I I don't know. No, I, you're, you're, I, you're, you're passing. Come on. Throw out a name, Dev. 
All right. So it was before Super Bowl Triple X? No, there's some after that. There's a few after okay. that. There's some big time Hall of Fame players that yeah. have won Super Bowl yeah. MVP that you should know. Defensive Hall of Fame players who won Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which of the Barber brothers played defense? Ike Reese on time. Yeah, Rondé Barber. No. He's going with I another Tampa Bay Ron- player. Rondé Barber did Rondé not win Star, Super Bowl MVP. Hello. We we we, we lied. Wait, wait, can I can I phone a friend? Can I phone a friend for this? Ike Reese, Phone former defensive player. Who is a defensive player that won Super Bowl MVP? Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis? That is correct. Correct. Ray Lewis, Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. I had it right Does there. that count for me? Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll just go. <laughs> I'm going to give you another one. Reggie White. The Reggie White he did. did not win Super Bowl MVP. Nope. No. Mm-hmm. He did not. He didn't. Oh, Desmond Howard won the MVP in that Super Bowl. Oh, he did for two returns. Need one, Sean? I'm already out. He's already out. Oh, already out? I, I, said Ma- I said Malcolm Butler, and I didn't realize. Oh, Malcolm man. Come on, man. Richard Dent. Yes. That's yeah. right. Yeah, All right. So, so wait, I, wait, wait. So how Ike Reese just won this category. Ike, how many more can you name? How many we got left? I think we have uh, We've got four left. Four yeah, but left. he could also say the ones that we, that we already got. Okay. You said Larry Brown? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, you said um, Malcolm Smith. I don't think anyone. Nobody said Malcolm, Malcolm Smith. Smith. Is that correct? Seattle. Yes, yes, yes that is right. correct. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, thanks. Oh, Ike. that is uh, Ike Reese, so ninety-four WIP employee, a uh, former Eagle, came in here, former Falcon too, came in here just just. Dominate. He, yeah. he he sounded like he was gonna know everybody. He did. He did. He didn't get the one else, that I got. I, these former former Eagles keep uh, crashing our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's two weeks in a row now. Jeez Louise. All right. So I guess who else we got? Wait. Is that did yeah, LT many, win one? Lawrence yeah. Taylor. No. The other no. ones remaining that you did not name. These are some oldies. Harvey Martin, defensive end of the Cowboys, won it. I don't um, even know who that is. Wait. I think you know what? I think Randy. This does. Did they like have a co MVP that year? Hmm. Uh oh wait so Super Bowl XII you said Randy White right Barrett yep they were co MVPs that year so I'm mistaken they it says here Harvey Martin Cowboys defensive end and Randy White Cowboys defensive tackle were co MVP Super Bowl no I, I said Reggie White I'm sorry you said, said Reggie oh, you said Reggie, said Reggie. 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 Okay, Reggie. my bad okay so uh so there was those two Chuck Howley Cowboys linebacker and then Jake Scott Dolphin safety. So hmm. some oldies. That's why I said that was a hard ass category. category. I can't believe Reggie White category. didn't win it because he, he he finished the game out. And I forgot that uh, Howard. I played with I played with Dez when I was in Detroit. He won it because uh, he had those two huge returns. Yep, two hundred forty four all purpose yards and one ninety nine yard kick return TD for Desmond Howard in that yep. Super Bowl. Yep. All right, let's uh, let's go to a similar theme with this category. So it's it's the same thing with Super Bowl MVPs, but this is non QB offensive players. So offensive players win Super Bowl MVP, but not QBs. So there's a larger list to choose from. I don't have the exact number, but there's a lot more players in this sample pool of offensive players win MVP who are not QBs. So we'll start with. I'm annoyed right no now. One that, right? Like now, okay. <laughs> we'll I got to really start with think. Dev. We'll start with Dev. 
Wait, sorry. So it's offensive players who won Super Bowl MVP? Nine QB offensive players. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, who played? Who was in the Super two Bowl? Two years two? ago, it happened. Yeah, who was it? I, I was just going to say who played in the Super Bowl two years ago. What, was, it the, was that when the Rams won? Um, it was the Rams. Cooper Cup. Yes. Barrett. Uh, Jerry Rice. <laughs> I assume so. Let me do. Yes, Jerry Rice. He had 215 yards in Super Bowl XXIII, which I'm not going to do the math there. <laughs> Huge game. Sean. Uh, okay. Um, now I'm trying to go to a Rolodex of who won the Super Bowl and who may have won the MVP. I'm, I'm not sure on anything. Emmett Smith? That was... Emmett Smith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was easy. That was going to be my second <laughs> and last guess, so I got nothing. Come on, you got to throw a name out there, Dad. <gasps> no, no. Right, fine, fine, out. Fine, you got to throw a name right, out let me there. Think, let me think. I believe in you. Um, non quarterback. Uh, uh, uh. Like I need the like do 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 music. <laughs> I think of running backs. I see. I feel like it's usually running backs, right? Um, I don't know. I She's got out. You took my Emmett Smith answer, and now I'm lost. Sorry. I mean, Barrett. Yeah. No. Teal Rollins. Terrell. Owens. No. He never won a Super Bowl. I thought he only went with the Eagles, right? I thought he won one with the No? Oh, I'm out. <laughs> I can't believe it. All right, Sean, to win the category, you just got to get one. Terrell Davis. Correct. Terrell Dang. Davis. I got it right here. Other notable ones you did not list. Julian Edelman for the Patriots. Deion Branch for the Patriots. Heinz Ward for the Steelers. Um, you said Emmett Smith. In my damn Jerry Super Bowl. Rice. Hold on, man. That's Marcus my Allen. Super Bowl. How could I not get my <laughs> Super Bowl? Wait, when, did, when did Julian Edelman win? What Super Bowl is that? Super Bowl 40. He, uh, he made the catch. Are you kidding me? You didn't get your own Super Bowl. That's sad. Right. My own Super Bowl. Who, who was the giant? Who was the Giants running back that won it in '86? I believe. Juice. Um, not Juice, but um, that was um, what was it? Didn't the Giants running back win it in '86? Yes. Or was that '92? Phil Sims won it the year after the Bears did in '86. Oh, what about now? Otis Anderson? The kickoff returner from uh, yeah, Otis Anderson. Okay. The kickoff returner for yes. um, for the Bears. And you said you said defensive players, last last category, right? Mm-hmm. And you said Desmond yeah. Howard. I guess that doesn't really count because he's a specialist. But he was a wide receiver and a specialist. When yeah, he, he didn't be say in Desmond this Howard. Ca- oh, okay. Maybe yes, he would know. be in this category. He would technically. Oh, okay, be okay. That, that's the that's oh, yeah, yeah. Desmond that's Howard, the name I would have had next. That's the name I would have had next. The KR looks. I'm looking at a list of them now. The KR looks really funny. Because it's just Kingsbury. like quarterback, 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 <laughs> kick return. No, um, did um that um the Bears he returned to um he returned a kickoff 
World punt. Devin no, Hester, kickoff. but they Devin didn't win. They, the they win. Oh, okay. Come on, Barry. You thinking of losers right now. Sorry, sorry, Kev. Sorry. This was minus 500 Barrett Brooks to win the, the game. All right, so we have – so, Sean, won, Sean, have you won two categories or have you – I, I, I lost yeah. track. We won, Did anyone won win the, the defensive player? I feel like Ike just won that one, so. I I, we'll give that one to Ike Reese. He's, he's on the board. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got one more real quick. We got about, uh, about two minutes left. Uh, the Chiefs and 49ers have now rematched in the Super Bowl. There have been seven other teams in NFL history to rematch in the Super Bowl. So they've seen each other at least twice in the big game. We'll start with you, Barrett. Name one of the other seven Super Bowl rematches in history. No, I'll go to the most recent. Well, the second most recent one is um, the Giants and Patriots. Correct. Um, Dallas and um, Buffalo. Correct. Eagles, Patriots. Correct. Mmm. Now it's getting tough. Mmm. Uh, Rams, Raiders? Incorrect. Uh, Rams, Raiders. Uh... Isn't it uh, Dallas Raiders played each other twice in the 70s? No, not Dallas Raiders either. Dev, you can win the category if you get one of the other four remaining teams or four remaining matchups uh, that ha there have been rematches in the Super Bowl. Well, oh. I feel like you're hinting that it is the Raiders. Am I? I don't know if you're allowed to give me a hint. Yeah? I'm not, I'm not saying um, anything. I don't know. Barry just I, I got it also. I'm, I'm stupid for saying that. <laughs> um, did someone say Packers Raiders already? No. Packers Raiders? Is that no? You are all out, Steelers Cowboys. So we don't wait. We don't. Up. I thought you Steelers, the way you made Cowboys. it. So I was gonna say. Well, I don't. Even, is this correct? Steelers, we don't keep going. Steelers to see if wins since everybody was wrong. Sure, we can. All right, we can keep going. We can keep going. We'll go. We'll go back to Barrett then. There's four teams left. Okay, three. I said Steelers Cowboys. I revealed that one. There's three other ones. These are pretty tough. If if one of you gets one of these, there's three Minnesota left. Raiders. Vikings no. Raiders. Well, it's it's all teams no. that are still in the league, right? Like it's not like any crazy yes. like. Okay. Um. Um, 49ers Bengals. Yes, that is correct. Ooh. 49ers Bengals twice. XVI XXIII. That is impressive. There's two more. If you want to, we'll get Sean won the category and he won the segment. Sean killed it at plus 8,000 or whatever. Right. <laughs> uh, anybody want to take a shot at the other two teams? We got, we got like 30 seconds. Um, Re Bron Broncos. Uh, Rams. I don't know. No. <laughs> recent, as in the 2000s? Packers, Steelers. No. Yeah, re pretty recent. A couple of years ago. A couple of years ago? Oh. Rams, Patriots. Rams, oh. Patriots okay. happened twice. And then Dolphins versus Washington, since they have a million different names. That oh. also happened twice. That was in the, in the 80s? So there you have it. Those are the categories.
All right. Well, I did not uh, prove the doubters wrong on that <laughs> one. So I would just like to say thank you to the committee for um, <laughs> giving me this award. And, can, and, can we and, go to break? Yeah. And, you know, thank, thank you uh, for, go to for displaying my knowledge <laughs> that I'm better than everyone else. Oh, and, wow. Okay. And that I am elite. And I deserve to be here. And, and he wonders else, why we don't like Jeff. San Francisco 49ers. And no fans. one else deserves to be here but me. Okay? <laughs> You're welcome. The Sunday spread trivia style. All right, we'll be back. And we'll talk coaches. Coaching changes. I know these these two uh, beside me ain't happy with their coaches right now. But, you know, there are some coaches changes and some surprises of coaches that don't have a job. Sunday spread. Be right back. Back to the Sunday spread, Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, the weekend. Now, my theory is this. I, 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 I'm I, different from everybody. A lot of people think Bill can't get a job. I think some of these guys, like Ben Johnson, are saying, nah. here's what I want. Mm-hmm. If I don't get it, I'm not coaching. Yep. I'm hot enough to be like, I'll take a year off. Mm-hmm. I don't need that job, which, which it's kind of baffling because Washington has all, all new ownership and the second pick in the draft. So to me, that seems like that would be a great job to go into. So I'm not sure why people are balking at Washington like Ben Johnson mm-hmm. did. But I do think guys like Belichick and Vrabel are like, I could come in this league anytime. Mm-hmm. I'm not like these young cats. Like Jim Harbaugh, I said for years, he's not in the NFL because he don't want to be in the NFL right now. As soon as he gets the opportunity that he wants, he's going to go because he's that good of a head coach. That's what I think is happening. Like you saw with Ben Johnson, he was like, eh. I'm, I'm not here. loving it. I'll stay yeah. here for another year, and I'll ask, someone's going to come calling next year. I'm mm-hmm. fine. I think Belichick and Vrabel are potentially doing the same thing. Now, why they're doing it to Washington and Seattle and some of these jobs, but I don't believe that Bill and Vrabel couldn't get a job. Well, I just the, don't yeah. believe it. It's the same thing that happened with Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo did the same thing last year and t- turned down a job three years ago, well, yeah, three years ago here in the Eagles because I heard that they loved him. He was probably their number one pick, you know, as far as who they wanted to bring in. He said, yeah, you know what? I'm going to stay defensive, defensive coordinator here. And, and and the reason why is because he knew that they were going to pass it down to him once, you know, once Belichick left. I think Belichick, man, we're talking about a guy 70 years old. I think he's kind of lost touch with these younger generations. Mm-hmm. And he really just doesn't want to do it unless he gets total control. And nobody's really looking at that. You know, most guys – don't want you to come into the organization and just change everything around. And Bill's going to want to change everything around. Mm-hmm. But even then, I don't think Bill wants to rebuild. That's my thing. I think Bill's like, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm gonna go to, to a situation where it's like Brady, like all that talk about Brady or Belichick. Brady went to a perfect situation where it's just like, they're all ready to go <clears throat> to the yeah. Super Bowl, Tampa Bay. I think Bill's doing the same thing. Like, I'll wait next year. Mm-hmm. Maybe Philly job opens. Maybe Dallas job opens. I'm going to go somewhere with all this talent is open. Uh, a team that went to the playoffs but didn't get over the hump, so they fired their head coach. I'm going to go to that situation. And I think Vrabel has the same mindset. I think the the biggest thing uh, for me is a non-coaching move in Ben Johnson. I feel like I was ready to come in here and say the team that's going to have the biggest drop-off is the Detroit Lions. You think? Not anymore because Ben Johnson's returning. Oh. Right? Like, one of the biggest things, and Philadelphia knows this, and a lot of and, and other great franchises know it, San Francisco, New England, when you have a head coach that isn't your offensive coordinator or your defensive coordinator and you are the CEO of the job, the coordinators mean everything, mm-hmm. right? And coordinators leave, and it's on you to replace that coordinator with another great coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be hard for them to replace Ben Johnson right, if right. he would have left. So to me, Detroit was going to take a step back 
because of that, because it was just like, are you like, again, I, because we're in Philadelphia, you use the Philadelphia example. Yeah. When Steichen leaves, it was like, do you know, as a CEO, how to pick and as a GM, how to pick the next coordinator to keep your team at this level? Mm -hmm. John Harbaugh is losing his defensive coordinator. John Harbaugh has been doing this forever. Mm -hmm. He knows how to eye younger coordinator talent. I don't know if Detroit was going to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So to me, they were going to take a step back, but now they can take a step forward mm -hmm. now that they have their offensive coordinator back. I think that was huge for the, the city of Detroit. I agree, and I think it's why a, a big reason he stayed, he felt that, you know, may, or may, I'm, this is all speculation or assumption, but I'm guessing he felt that they had unfinished business, you know, going out the way that they did and that they're still going to have a lot of the pieces that they had this season, and if he left, that would be one more piece that they'd have to move forward and, you know, still be a good team that competes next season. But I was shocked. I was shocked that Ben Johnson announced that he was going to stay. But I also respect it. It means that he, he believes in his team. He wants to stay where he's at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's they they went about keeping the guys that they have there. You know, they're going to keep Aaron Glenn. You know, Johnson's going to stay there. So they might be ready to run it back again. You know, I mean, I, I would say I know they'll win their division. Even even with Green Bay there, I think they'll win the division. Yeah. I, I, again, great job. By them and Ben Johnson returning, that's going to be, uh, uh, again, I think that's going to be tr tremendous. Detroit's going to be on their way back. Any other coaching hires that you looked around and said, that's your favorite or just, hmm, that's interesting? I mean, even with the Eagles, you know, looking at what they did, you know, Vic Fangio, um, Moore. They got two veteran guys come in, especially Fangio. And the biggest thing with him, he's a teacher. Mm -hmm. And that's really what this team needs from a defensive standpoint. They need to learn how to play defense. They totally, uh, you know, were confused with two different systems. It's just not going to work. But Vic Fangio will come in, teach these young guys how to play the game and play the game fundamentally sound. There was nothing fundamental the last – no, it was nothing fundamental almost the entire season that they were trying to do. Until they get taught the basics, the fundamentals of playing defense – you know, because, I mean, if you look at their – if you look at what they have as far as personnel on the defensive side of the ball, this is a 3-4 team, 3-4 front. And that's what Vic's going to come in and implement. They're going to value the linebacker and the safety because that's what Vic Fangio does. That's big. He's going he's he's to bring in linebackers. He had Pat Swilling, uh, uh, those guys, you know, Ricky Jackson, uh, you know, one of the best linebacking cores in that dome back then. He's going to make sure they do that. He was at Khalil Mack when he was with the Bears. You know, he wants great defensive linebackers. He was, he was with Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman at it's San Francisco San Fred, 49ers. Exactly. I mean, and look at like, the safeties they had. They had two. Yeah, the Sean, they had Deshaun Golson, I think, at the time, or I forget who the other individual was. Uh, uh, they, had gone, so they, had, they had real safeties. Let me say what Kev put real quick because it's, it's, it's hilarious in the chat. Uh, Vanjo was with the Bears yep. in 2018, and they were phenomenal. Yep. He left. They regress re immediately, he says. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Guess who took over? Who? Sean Desai. Yep. Yep. So, and that, that's what I love most about the Fangio hiring. It's The Eagles have been hiring his disciples because they couldn't get the real thing, and now yeah. they got the godfather coming in. So exactly. um, I, I love that. I also love Kellen Moore. I think he's great. Uh, fun fact, I started my broadcast career out in Boise, Idaho. Kellen Moore was quarterback for Boise State. 
The guy <laughs> is a god in Boise. So I feel like I've known of Kellen Moore for like over a decade. Um, obviously, people who pay attention to college football kn- knew him as How well. How did you get out there? I, I don't know. I have family out there, and it's beautiful place. Boise, beautiful place. Hey, er, it is early, not, fun hey, fact, Barrett, Idaho is not Iowa. It is the Pacific Northwest. Very mountainous, very pretty. But, uh, yeah, he is a legend out there. Hey, Barry, here's what players don't understand. When when uh, journalists start their careers, it's in yeah. places like Boise, Idaho. Yeah. yeah for for, for $20,000. I've heard a lot of people do, like, yeah. Boise, Idaho, <laughs> well, uh, mm-hmm. uh random spots in West Virginia. We've, we've done it. Like, as far as markets go, Lubbock, it Texas. actually isn't bad because it, it's now market, I think, like, it's in top 100. Um, it could be worse. It could be worse. Like, I just refuse to go to, like, I know people who go to, like, the middle of nowhere in Louisiana and Alabama, a place like that. Like, Boise was at least, like, yeah, I just outdoorsy my, and pretty. And I, I just started my career in the number four market. Exactly. Yeah, it exactly. must, must be nice for <laughs> you, you Barry. Uh, there's going to be a great spot. I, you know, <laughs> Boise, Idaho, Lubbock, Texas. It's Lubbock. Oh, wow. That's So that's like. <laughs> Lubbock is in <laughs> Texas Tech. Nowhere, there's nothing there. But there, here's the thing about small markets. See, so you got to have at least, if, especially if you do sports, like a big school, a big football program. Like you said, you have uh-huh. Texas Tech there. Uh-huh. I had Boise State at least to cover. And they don't have an NFL team. So like that is there, that is which is why Kellen Moore was even after he had been at Boise State, he was in car commercials out there. Mm-hmm. He's doing ads like he is a god so out there. Kev said so. he started his career in Chicago. Oh, well, see, that's, Kev, yeah, yeah. that's number that's two, nice right? But he, he might have been radio, it's though. Three. See, TV, you three. gotta. Yeah. TV, you gotta go into one of these little, unfortunately. Radio, you can still figure your way out into a, a top market. Well, let's talk about that Chicago team. They change, they keep their head coach. So he's going to be a CEO coach, kind of like what we're doing here in Philadelphia. Ben Johnson will be there next year. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you think? But then you look at me, they got changed the offensive <laughs> coordinator and defensive coordinator. And quarterbacks coach and passing game quarterback. So uh, Shane Waldron is the offensive coordinator. Eric Washington is the defensive coordinator. And then Kerry Joseph is the quarterback coach with Thomas Brown being the passing coordinator. So they brought in three people to come in and try to get their quarterback going in the right direction. Do you like that pick? You like those guys coming in to, to Chicago? Yeah. I, I think they're doing well. I think they're good picks. I'm not, you know. It doesn't make me go they're going to be better than Green Bay or better coach than Matt LaFleur and those guys because mm-hmm. I still feel like you got to get a better head coach in there. Right. right. And, and a quick before we end this, a prediction for me. Jim Harbaugh will win a Super Bowl in the next five years. Wow. I could see that. Wow. Stamp it. In five that. years. Yes. In five years. He'll win, he'll win a Super Bowl and go down as a top six head coach of all time. Hmm. Bro, the Chargers are the Chargers. And, and I'm talking they, about if you combine college things. football and NFL football, he'll be considered. I think he'll that. do. I think he'll he'll help Justin Herbert out a lot. Ah, I think awesome. he'll all finally right. make all, all of us non-Chargers fans see why Chargers fans yeah. are so obsessed yeah. with Justin Herbert because I haven't seen it yet. Right. Still we, Chargers <laughs> we, we got to wrap it up. And then next segment, we'll give our final Super Bowl stories. Talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl as things lead up and. As a person who went to the Super Bowl, I need you to tell us how things are leading up to a Super Bowl. All right, Barrett Book, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, the Sunday spread. All right, final segment presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks, Sean Bell, early Super Bowl. Let's talk about you know some of our early thoughts. Well, first of all, let's say the 49ers are favored by two. Mm-hmm. Surprised that they're favored? I am. I am actually surprised uh, simply because, you know, 
Big Red has been here before. Patrick Mahomes has won a Super Bowl before. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Super Bowl champs from last year, I thought that would give them an edge over the – even though the 49er team is probably the better team as a whole, I, I just think the coaching and the best player in the NFL would swing it a little – more towards the Chiefs instead of the 49ers. Especially how the 49ers have played in their two playoff games. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think um it like you you mentioned Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and the whole Chiefs team will always have that they've been there before. They're right. they're very exactly. used to it. It's becoming routine for them. But I think what will make this match this Super Bowl matchup interesting is the 49ers while they weren't there last season, they have as Sean mentioned earlier in the show, like they've been in these high situations pressure situations before they've been under the bright lights of playoff football of NFC championship games of the Super Bowl right. just a few years ago. Um, so I don't think that that's going to be as big of a factor as it was, you know, you look at last year's Super Bowl with the Eagles. They had a head coach who was playing in his first Super Bowl, a, a quarterback who's playing it like everyone was playing in their first Super Bowl aside from a select few. Um, so I think that kind of evens the, the playing field, no pun intended on that one. I learned my lesson last week. I was so convinced that the Ravens were going to beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs had not played well. Like, the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Chiefs this past regular yeah. season. Like, they were not playing. Patrick Mahomes was having meltdowns on the field after games at refs and and yelling at Josh Allen about bad calls. Like, I thought he had lost it, and now here they are going back to the Super Bowl. So I learned that uh, never count the Chiefs out as much as I hate to say it. I so want you to. I want I, you. And I, that for that reason, I am shocked. That the 49ers are favorites because it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Andy Reid. I learned my lesson last week. You can never count them out. Yeah, shocked. And again, I'm shocked even as a guy who predicting the 49ers mm-hmm. this entire time at the beginning of the season. 49ers haven't played well in the playoffs, but for a half and maybe a quarter in the mm-hmm. Green Bay Packer game. While mm-hmm. this, the <laughs> the Chiefs have balled, mm-hmm. right? The Chiefs are back to what we expect the Chiefs to be. So again, I'm again Super Bowl winners, all those other things. I'm surprised the 49ers. Uh, our favorites in this game. Now, like you said, both teams have been here before. Like, the 49ers all the way back in 2019, but a lot of those players are still here. Mm-hmm. The coaching staff is Coaching still there. staff, yeah. So they know how to go through these that two-week span of crazy media, mm-hmm. traveling, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, Kansas City does this all the time, so they're <laughs> used to this. Barrett, explain to the people, what's it like going into the week of Super Bowl? All the things that change. I know players, like you said earlier, superstitious routines everything has to change what's it like when you did it because some of these players again we saying these players have done it before but you know you still got Rasheed Rice you still Mm -hmm. got Brock Purdy you still got a a bunch of players who haven't been through it before what's it like what was it like then and how did you deal with it how do you figure this thing out and not mess up your mentals it was an unbelievable experience you know um we didn't have that game in between I mean that um that break in between like we finished playing the Broncos, and then we flew back. We played them on Saturday. We flew back, and we were out on Monday. You know, after the championship game, we beat up on the Broncos. Then we were out that Monday, flew there. And um, it was cool because BC, Bill Cower, our head coach, he wanted to separate us from all the hoopla of the Super Bowl. You know, it was different. You know, he, he had us out in Pontiac. You know, they had just built Ford Field. And he had us in the Yak, Pontiac. You know, that's where the old Silver Dome was. When I played for the Detroit Lions, that's where we played in the Silver Dome, you know, mm-hmm. the old dome. And he had us in Pontiac. You know, Pontiac out of all places. You know, we're, we're, that's like 30 minutes from downtown Detroit. You know, you got you to gotta hump to get out there. 
And him putting us out there really kept us focused on the game at hand. You know, we went there for business. Wasn't no kicking it or anything like that. You know, me, we had ample opportunity to go out Tuesday, Wednesday night. Um, we had a curfew on Thursday. So did you go out? Huh? So did you go out? Oh, no. I didn't go out. Okay. A lot of guys didn't go out. I me, mean, a lot of okay. a lot of players. Just like check to see how disciplined you are. Well, I mean, that's and, and that's that's the that's the, the the nature of which we went out there. We wanted to make sure that Jerome Bettis, this is Bussy's hometown, Detroit, and it's his last game. He's going to be playing. Ended up being my last regular season game, also, but his last game playing, we had to send him away with a Super Bowl win, and his last game that he played and put on a uniform. So, you know, we had a whole different, like, <clears throat> before the game, we knew we were going to the Super Bowl. We knew we were going. I mean, in the playoffs, we had, um, we all got Jerome Bettis jerseys, his college jersey, six <coughs> in the green of the, uh, of the, um, of the Notre Dame, mm-hmm. Notre Dame green. We, everybody on the team ordered them, and it took three weeks for them to get there. So we knew by week four, once we, Qualified and got into the playoffs by beating Chicago, the last guy to qualify <laughs> as a number six seed. We knew from that point on, everybody ordered their jersey. And when we stepped off the plane, we all had Jerome Bettis' jersey on because we knew we were going to Super Bowl. There was no way. See, we like, as it's, that makes me so nervous as a superstitious person. So <laughs> were you guys not, were you that good that you were like, we're, we're going to go? Like, we, there's we no just, doubt. We just knew that we had to send Bussy out. Right on a high that you know nobody else could. You know, mm-hmm. we want to make sure we knew he's going to be a, a Hall of Famer, but we want his last game to be a Super Bowl win. So we get off of these jerseys, you know, the number six jerseys. We know we're going. You know, you know what's fun, you know what's funny. Last year during the playoffs, I had bought a 49er like T-shirt. Like I'm, mean, oh, I like this T-shirt. I'm, I'm gonna buy it. And obviously, you know what happened against the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this this year, I was walking through the mall and they have you know. They, they put all – some of these stores, sports stores, put all the playoff teams that are still in it right in front. I was like, oh, I like that. Like, I saw a 49er thing. I said, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 I can't buy that. But last, time I bought, right? last time I bought something during the playoffs, it didn't end well. Well, so, yeah, man, but the discipline – Sorry to cut off your story, had, but I – mean, I mean, No, I'm just talking about a super experience. The discipline that we had was just unreal. Like, going to the media day, instead of the whole entire team going to media day, we sent our captains and a few other players to the media day. The rest of us, we stood back in the back, and we let them go out there. We stood back in the back and just chilled because we had business to take care of. Mm-hmm. I like you it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, was, it was about our business. Though, so, so, so no players getting arrested for speeding or bro, being in the strip club. You know, you know all nobody these other people. Out. Well, you guys remember uh, Super Bowl 52 when um, Malcolm Butler mysteriously didn't play. That's right. Butler, right? Yep, yeah, yep, Butler. Um. I, and then it later came out that it was because he broke curfew and Bill Belichick did not mess around. He said, I, you broke curfew. I tell you, you, ain't, you. you ain't playing. You <laughs> broke curfew. I'm Thank sorry. That's so, that was so stupid to me. Your I secondary mean, is getting Bowl. lit up. <laughs> it's the Super yeah. Bowl. All that other stuff got to wait. Like, I but I think that shows like the character that Bill Belichick, like, he he doesn't take any uh, BS. And that's why he doesn't have a job right now. that's why he lost. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Come on now. What, but it just, what mean, are you doing here, Bill? It's an amazing week, you know what I'm saying, leading up to it, you know what I'm saying. I mean, the swag they gave us was unreal also. I mean, it was nothing like walking down the ramp. And as I'm walking down the ramp, I'm walking next to my kicker. And Jeff, Jeff Reed, turns around and said, he's calling me Paz. I don't know why he called me Paz. He said, hey, Paz, 
when I kicked this ball off, imagine all the cameras and stuff. And I thought about it. It clicked in like, man, it's about to go down. I'm about to play. Why would he Super say Bowl. that? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, the right, last like thing that I might make hear. somebody nervous. Right. You know, like, like, no, you're supposed to say the opposite. Right. And it, Act and, like there are no cameras. It hit me. And I, as I walked down and I, I looked out there, I see all the cameras and see everybody out there. I look, Aretha Franklin's over there. I see Snoop and oh, God. Diddy over there. I look up, I see the Rolling Stones sitting What's right the here. one celebrity? Maybe you save this for next week. What's the one celebrity that if they're in the spot, you would act a fool? Like, that would make you ball out the most. Or make you nervous the most, depending on how you deal with it. Probably Jordan. I've been in this press. I've, I've kicked it with him before. You know, he's my frat brother, Omega Sci Five Turning. He's my dude. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Good guy. I've been with him before. But just being around him. Jordan you know would make you. Being, you know, it's like you're you going to go out there. You want to be the greatest because uh-huh. you knew he was yeah. the greatest. Dev, is there one celebrity for you, like if you were playing and mm-hmm. they were courtside or, or, or on the side that make you nervous yeah. or, or hyped? Did you know the rules like Jordan Poole, if there's a baddie on the sideline and he Swifty. goes crazy? <laughs> like, is there somebody to make you be like, oh, my goodness? Um, I don't know. Maybe come back to me next week. I'll think about it. Right now, no, I don't get, like, starstruck, really. Not even for me? No. <laughs> well, that's but the thing. It, it, it I doesn't like have it to be starstruck. It, it was, could be, like. If it was a sport. Oh, my like, goodness. I better play great. Like if, right. If, it, if I was playing football, it would have to be, like, a, a football player. You know what I'm saying? Like if Tom Brady, maybe, because like like Jordan, like if the one of the greatest okay. of all time is watching you, yeah. that would make we'll, me we'll, like, we'll, oh my god. We'll go. We'll go to this next week. That that'll be a question next week. We can yeah. all. We can I need all to think ponder. about it. All right, we all ponder because because I, I know if I'm playing a basketball game and Coco Jones is on the sidelines, look up Coco Jones. I'm dropping fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm shooting every time. All right, Sunday spread. This is this is how we do. All right, Barry Brooks, Sean Bell, Devin Caney. Getting prepared for the Super Bowl. So we'll be back next week with a lot of bets to make. All right? We out. This is the Sunday Spread with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell, on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.